welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Joan Pettit. And I'm Guthrie Straw. We're broadcasting outdoors in the rain in Portland, Oregon, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. I'm Armando Luna. This is the show where we bring you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. And I'm Aaron Flores. We are... We are. We are cover. Wow, Aaron. We are covering. We are covering. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I was going. Bicycling, trains, and transit infrastructure adventures. And today, we're talking about what we did and what our listeners did this summer. And bike travel dreams we have for times ahead. Yay. Summer is fleeting. We've got Quite. the uh, we all gotta, gear out. We've got the bike lights out. We got Before our we big jackets further, on. It was a kind of strange summer, but you know. We, we, we You've lived through summer. stranger. <laughs> you mean last summer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was only the did. second strangest summer <laughs> of our lifetimes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a low bar to get over. Before we dive into that, though, we've got updates. We've got mail. Armando, you want to dive in on the mail? Sure. Uh, we uh, received some mail from... Uh, hold on. It's in my other one. Um, Josh Gutmacher sent us mail. Ooh. And I don't know. I, I saw this on Twitter. So when he sent it, it was good because I actually saw the article where it came from. And it's about repurposing wind turbine blades and using them as bike garages. Uh, and the article starts out in... Wait, as bike garages? Yeah. How, how big you. are wind turbine blades? Oh, you know, those turbines, that, the power turbines that you see in the fields, they're huge. Windmills, the really guess, big commercial like, windmills. I guess I never really got a ones? scope of well, how they, big those you, things are. Have you ever seen them shipped? They're on like a semi-truck and like hanging off the back of the semi-truck. Really? They are Each long. Blade yeah, is on one blade is that long. No, wow. really? Oh, I was yeah. joking. No, no, seriously, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm... So the article, they're investigating alternatives to... The unsustainable wind turbine disposal methods. I don't know why you have to dispose of them. I guess they wear out somehow. Maybe the article the stress? explains that. It, doesn't, it doesn't. You know, being in service really takes the wind out of them. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, instead of having Guthrie, these... Guthrie, uh, that's why we need you. <laughs> uh, they don't, they're, um, they're made of metal, but they don't say what kind. Um, but basically what they did was they opened it up, split it, cut it in half, I guess and uh, use it as a cover. And they're using them as a cover. Oh. And we'll include them. That actually the... looks really cool, though, yeah, as, a, right. as a bike garage or bike cover. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That, we'll, uh, we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. And so that was really interesting. Um, and another thing he sent was uh, an article about people who adorn their cars with stickers and other items are more prone to road rage than other people. That makes so much sense. And this, this is an article from Nature, and it also talks it's about... It's like a research article. It's a, it's a research article, yeah, it's a study. Nice. And uh, they gave examples of, like, bumper stickers and things like that uh, triggering road rage. So 
They actually uh, have they, some examples. Wait, wait, people. Do they with... have a, a ratio of coexist stickers to road rage? No, but the, is this, is it's interesting. They said yeah. that if you have items on your car, you are 16% more likely to be involved in a road rage, inc road rage incident. Wait, wait, but to be the target of it or to, to be, be the involved, perpetrator? Be involved. It didn't say be the mm. target. Oh, okay. We'll link to that um, as well. And they we said will. it has to do with uh, territorial disputes. Wow. What about people who because put people stickers think, on their bikes? People think the roads are theirs, are mine. You know, the road is mine. And so it becomes territorial when there's someone else on the road and they have a, a, a marking on they their have, vehicle. It's uh, it's hearkening back to petromasculinity. Petromasculinity. They don't yes. use that word in the article, but yes, huh. I'm sure it does. Well, that's an oversight. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Some good stuff there. I'm going to look at those articles um all right well so we've got a few updates to share and one is that uh we're eating cupcakes because <laughs> okay. Armando and i have been co-hosts for just about a year yeah it was a oh, long I say, year. like is it only i thought it was longer than a year already well so what happened because my kids said to me how long have you been doing that like two years and i'm like no i think it's just about a year it was actually like august a oh, year ago snap I feel bad that you bought cupcakes for, for your own anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. You know, you'd feel bad, but really, I kind of wanted cupcakes. And, and then, then you then shared I, them with us. Yeah. Look, I'm a little yeah. embarrassed now that you've pointed it out. So. <laughs> Wait, also, you brought, you brought us beverages, Guthrie. Uh, that's yeah. fair. Our listeners brought us beverages. Well, Thank you, via, via you. Yeah. So anyway, we are sorry not to be sharing these cupcakes with you all, but we can't really put them in the show notes. Uh, yeah. So so it's been a really good year, and you know, I guess I just wanted to say thanks because yeah. um, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy yeah. anniversary to you yes. both. There. What uh, what looking back on this year, what has surprised you most about being a a podcast uh, host? I did not mean for that to rhyme, by the way, but like when you came into it, were you all like, yeah, it'll be like this, but then you realize like, it's actually like this. It's always been fun, even when I was guest hosting, but being an official co-host, I've realized it's a lot more work than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Armando's like, I want to go back to being just a and guest it, host. It, it, it's, it, well, no, I say, the reason why I'm saying it that way is because it amazes me that the Sprocket podcast has been going on weekly, pretty much weekly, pretty much. since 2010-ish. Mm -hmm. That's 11 years of weekly, weekly shows. And if anybody out there is thinking about having a podcast, try not to do a weekly show. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't set the precedent of starting weekly. <laughs> not that I mean, this is the totally source fine. of our biggest conversation. It's totally fine if you, if you want to. It's just a, it's that it's much a more work. work. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, a lot of it is fun work. I mean, we're talking to fun people and, and arranging meetings every week with fun people but it's it's work yeah but it is fun too i um i think that for me one of the well i think i've chatted about this on social media i don't know if I, maybe i've said this on the podcast but it's just been especially uh last winter which was you know a 
That was that was a tough win. It was a tough winner, and I, you know, I had some. I was pretty busy and stressed, and other part not busy. I was pretty stressed and overwhelmed in lots of parts of my life, and um, doing the podcast not every week, but most weeks was such a bright spot. It was such an excellent, especially to be ramping up. Like I was getting much more involved, like over the winter, and it was just such. And it continues to be one of, I, I think, really one of the best parts of the week to have conversations with interesting people. And, and also, when I see, this is something I love. When I see somebody doing something interesting, I'm like, oh, I, I'm excited to talk to that person, and I have a way to do that. So, <laughs> so uh, that's been, that's been hey, I don't you. know if that's been a surprise, <laughs> but that's been, uh, it's been great. So... So thanks. So the other update we have to share. Thanks for being a part of <laughs> it. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and you all have been doing it for how long now? Like six months, I think. <laughs> He's new. <laughs> Wait, this is a podcast? <laughs> I just thought there were free drinks. <laughs> I, I'm here for the cupcakes. We're all here for the cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Well, so the other the other thing I wanted to say is to just follow up on a couple things from last oh, week. Yeah. We, uh, Aaron and I, for whatever reason, got silly really early and um, started questioning whether Brock listened to the show, and we just want to confirm that we heard from him <laughs> oh, that yes. he heard all of the things <laughs> he, that we he heard. He came saying. right back to <laughs> us. Came, it was like within. <laughs> it's like I hadn't even told you all that I had uploaded the show, and Brock's like. I'm He's already commenting at on the it. end. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I think that actually, I knew that, but oh, I didn't realize that. That's what that what, what he was saying. Oh yeah, that's oh, what he was referencing too. Yes, yeah. I had yeah. a little fun with the edit last week. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you. you <laughs> yes, and then um, and also we want to confirm that. Last week we were saying somebody either who was Emily Guys or somebody imitating Emily Guys left us a very nice <laughs> review, and I would just like to say that. Emily or somebody imitating Emily has now confirmed that Emily left that. Oh, okay. Nice review. So we'll just keep doing this every <laughs> <Yes>. week. <laughs> so someone imitating Emily or perhaps Emily confirmed that it was definitely Emily, but we can't necessarily confirm that because we don't know if the confirmation was from Emily or someone intimi- uh, sorry, imitating Emily. Yeah, Emily, just yeah. let us know when this stops being funny. All right. Um, yeah. So oh, those oh. are all the updates I had. Oh, and I know, you know, I know we said this earlier, and I think we talked, sort of talked about it, but we are actually recording this show in person. Yes. All together. We're not doing it by Zoom. Show. So it's super fun. <laughs> Well, so we, I mean, we had the sprocket ride, but that's different because right, we had right. lots of people yeah. around. And we've had meetings in person, important business meetings in person. But this is the first time we've done. Recorded a show. Like sitting yeah. down. Sitting down. Well, the by the way, outside, outside in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a back concrete slab, really. Patio. Not not really a yard. Patio. Sure. Yeah. Let's call it a patio. <laughs> it's got ambiance. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you might hear like some cars going 
in the background. I live just a few uh, feet from Broadway, which is kind of a main thoroughfare here in the city. Um, and you might hear some wind and or rain if it rains again. But yeah, we're outside. We're hanging out. It's not bad. Guthrie's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should we? Um, yeah, it's nice. All to right. Be. Should we move on to our main discussion? Hit us. All right. So you know, I when we were talking about sort of doing a summer roundup, um, we've all had some fun things going on this summer and I think that it was still a little bit warm and then just today it just started dumping rain and it really feels like fall now but um, yeah so we wanted to just talk a little bit about some of our summer highlights and before we talk about ours we asked folks on Instagram to share theirs yes um, so anybody want to read any of these we basically said what was the best like best thing or best bike thing you did this summer? Oh, summer bike or adventure highlights. I didn't mean uh, that part. That's just our little notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the questions were. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Passing Me Bry yes. on Instagram said the best thing that he did this summer was join Bike Park. We talked last week about how Bike Park Northwest just won a really nice alice award and oh, yeah. the folks go to bike portland there's um a nice roundup of the awards and some uh some nice words were shared so oh uh, good I'd send folks that we'll put them in the show notes um Hami said that he he said rode my bike a ton and met awesome pdxers and man that Hami has really been out there yeah Emily, Emily, guys, Emily, or, hello again. Or someone <laughs> doing a really passable imitation of Emily. It's impressive. Went on lots of social bike rides with friends. And then um, our ex-executive producer, Brock, said, uh, ride bikes with listener Andre in Mississippi. Yes. Shout out to Andre in, in not Mississippi, Minneapolis. Oh. MSP is Minneapolis's airport code. <laughs> it uh, was the Mississippi River, though. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry. It does say MSP, and I guess that's Minneapolis. Yeah. But it was the Mississippi River. Yes. The I, photo I believe that, they were like a, the photo that it, he yeah. that we shared earlier. Which, by the way, that bike, not only is that a sweet, like, monster bike ride, that bike picture that he shared, mm -hmm. but, like, did you see those hubs and those rims? That's, that's a sweet-looking bike. So uh, folks can go to Instagram, very, very check out. out check out those hubs and those rims. <laughs> and those rims. <laughs> yeah. All right. Or they so. can go to TikTok and check them out really quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Is that> even? <laughs> I, I thought TikTok was a shorter version of Instagram based on last episode. <laughs> That's what my takeaway was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Guthrie, you just became the <laughs> oldest person here. <laughs> no, I'll show you. Where's my bifocals? <laughs> I'll, uh, after we're done, I'll show you TikTok so you can see. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Shorter Fair no, enough. It's videos. It's little videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they keep telling me. <laughs> Okay, so who wants to, uh, who among us would like to talk about some 
Summer biker adventure highlights. Oh, Guthrie, Guthrie, go ahead, go for it. Blacker T says Oregon no, coast. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. We're not talking about our own <laughs> what stuff. are we talking about? No, <laughs> that's stop bike. looking at the notes. Oh, okay. okay look, look, look at each other. <laughs> We're in person. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> There's this little screen in front of me, and uh, it's very distracting. <laughs> No, who wants to talk about their own <laughs> summer adventures? Well, I'll go second in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. All right, go Because for it. my summer adventures were very short. I worked all summer, and I could just get, like, little weekends here and there. However, that said, loved going up and down the coast uh, by plane, but then, like, bringing our bikes, Anna and I, uh, and, like, went through – San Diego for a while. That was pretty awesome riding through there. Um, though, uh, not being familiar with the city, I found I, I'm actually a little anxious to get out on a bike right away. Um, it takes me a minute to, like, uh, I'll be, well, in this case, in San Diego, uh, we were in a lift a few times before, like, I actually got on a bike. Um, oh, and then I went to visit my family in Missoula. And we rode bikes there. So that's awesome. That was pretty cool. Um, and uh, Missoula, they're coming a long way with their bikeways. Uh, it's, you know, maybe not as many or as many, like, bike paths mileage-wise, like, as as here in Portland. But uh, quality-wise, uh, it's pretty up there. Might be gunning for your position, Portland. I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's great. So, um, yeah, so those were your... Those were my highlights. Those were my bike highlights for the summer. Sounds good. Guthrie, you're second. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn? Uh, I had, I just, everything was a bike. Any second on a bike this summer was a bike highlight. That's, that's the not good answer to this question. Um, really had fun on vacation up to the San Juans. That was definitely a highlight with a very special person. And I think more generally, just playing bike tag around Portland it has been and always will be a highlight. Um, having kind of an excuse to have a social game that is completely distanced and yet uh, friendly, not even competitive, but just weird. And the fact that bike tag exists um, every single time I go play a bike tag is a highlight of my summer and of my day. Can you, would you talk a little bit more about your, um, your, your trip up to the San Juans? Cause you took, so did you drive to the ferry, but then only take your bikes on the ferry or what'd you do? Yeah. Um, so we pivoted very quickly from a plan to bike Idaho Hot Springs originally and with the way the wildfires were going this season it didn't seem like a smart idea to suck smoke for nine days so we ended up driving although I think if we did it in the future we'd probably take Amtrak and then you can bike I think it's I think it's under 20 miles I maybe it's more like 10 to get to the ferry terminal we ended up driving and they have some long-term parking at the terminal. And then we caught a ferry to Orcas Island, where we spent about half of our time in the, uh, I think it is Moran State Park, 
and then the other half of our time was spent on Lopez Island and had really good experiences with both. It was a really nice change of pace. Like I like feeling like I've gotten out of the city or out of Portland and this was definitely that. And it was biking in places where the drivers are more courteous than any other place I have known. So that was very pleasant as well. Wow, really? Oh yeah, by like a wide margin. Yeah, I think I think folks get that it's an island. We're all like going from A to B, and well, we'll get there when we get there. So, um, not a lot of asshole drivers. Like I didn't even feel unsafely passed, like zero to one times. Like folks were just cool. It was <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I wish folks drove like that everywhere. Um, so even though we were on very narrow roads with uh, some consequence of going off the lane, um, never really felt like. We didn't belong, uh, and that was a really nice feeling. That sounds like a really great trip. Yeah, would do again. Already planning next time. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna invite myself along with you. You're a special <laughs> person on that trip, but <laughs> I do want to get some help planning mine because it sounds great. Well, Especially, happy to talk about it. Yeah, I'm a big fan <laughs> of like combining things with. I didn't make it happen with the train either this summer, but I think there's so many possibilities. It's really, yeah. I lot, to, lot to do there. I liked it because, uh, you know, like bike touring is like, I guess we all have identities. And I think a strong part of my identity is like I am a cycle tourist. Like I go places via bicycle. And so whether it's San Juan's or anywhere in particular, like getting just having the opportunity to get a bike fully loaded, let the Surly actually be a touring bike for once in its commuting lifetime and uh, getting out was very validating and very rewarding and um yeah bike touring's great the speed of life is a best buy bike so it's really good by walking too car eh, <laughs> third place you know scooting's fine if you want to bike Sc- s- camp scoot <laughs> sure sure scoot to camp if you if you camp scoot let us know and we'll have you on the show totally <laughs> get on it iverson how about you armando you did five million group rides this yeah summer? so this, <laughs> this this summer was a makeup of last summer which i didn't ride at all i think i probably probably did two rides last summer um so this summer was great um for making up for that uh petapalooza which is normally five weeks ish was instead all summer long uh, june july august so that was great and i really enjoyed that people took advantage of those full three months and there were a lot of new people leading rides there are a lot of new rides that haven't um, existed before and people got to more people got to realize what Petapalooza was and what it was about so um, that played a large part of my summer um, I did the Swift Summit again that was really good I really enjoyed that um, did a, uh, the 100 mile ride Century uh, gosh, there's met so many people, so many new people. Um, love that part always. And uh, um, getting involved with Bike Puck PNW was uh, probably the highlight, probably the highlight of the summer um, because it was just a group of people that, you know, if you listen to the, our episode on that, it was just a group of people that just by happenstance sort of like, oh, we should start this group just for us. And it just sort of exploded yeah. and 
um, not only just a bike riding, but just social social events, not even having to do with bikes necessarily. So definitely the highlight of the summer, um, uh, the Bike Pot group. Yeah, I want to second that part. Like, special shout out to Bike Puck this summer. I didn't get to go on as many because the aforementioned having to work, but the few I went on, like, definitely made things worthwhile. Yeah. And they're, they're still going. They're still doing adventure still rides going. and, and uh, party pace rides, even in the rainy season. So I can't wait to see what they come up with for the colder months. I do feel like this is the time of year when, I don't know, maybe maybe this is just me, but when I first started bike commuting, I thought I was just going to be a, like, summer weather bike commuter, and I remember being like, all right, here we are, coming into fall, and this is kind of the time, I think, when this people are decided, <laughs> like, or no, where you sort of go, oh, okay, I do want to keep doing this, and I'm not going to be scared off from a little right little rain, you know? Uh, I also, I should add, I forgot to mention earlier that um, Ramon, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, commented on Instagram that the best part of his summer was meeting Armando. Oh, so yeah. Thank you, Run Bike Johnny. Ramon is awesome. <laughs> Can I, actually, I'm going to just say, three months of Pedalpalooza is the coolest thing <laughs> since I learned about Pedalpalooza. <laughs> like, yes. I, th- I think it, the f- it just fits so well. Uh Shout out to having three months where you can schedule things, of which I did no rides personally, but had (laughs) a lot of fun. And also, in a way, it's more welcoming because if you want to have something, like if you're new to the Portland bike scene and you don't even really know what Pedalpalooza is and you go on a ride the first or second week of June, it's like it's almost... You've almost missed, you know, whereas yeah. you right. had... Yeah, and then you're like, oh, shoot, why didn't I get on this earlier yeah. or whatever? And I think it also meant that some of the big rides, like, spread out and there was kind of less pressure, which... Yes. Seems... Well, yes. It's interesting because my first thought when they announced, like, it'll be all summer was, like, okay, so we're going to have, like, the same amount of rides but spread out for the summer, so they'll have, like, these gaps of, like, no rides on a, on a day... That wasn't the case, though. Every month was full. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a testament to uh, just the Portland bike fun scene or or even just the Portland bike scene. And and people's interest in doing stuff outside during yes. COVID times when, yes. I mean, you know, it's we have really, well, heat waves aside, we have, we have pretty nice weather in the summer here. Um, but it's it was it was a way you can see people, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I had such big plans for the summer that were dashed by a few things. So I had, I was going to um, fly east. I'm not, I'm trying to like stay away from flying a lot, but I was going to fly east to see both of my parents. And I had lots of other plans uh, for all sorts of things. And then a couple things happened. And one is that I just had this, talked about it. I've mentioned, made mention of it a few times in passing, but I, really hurt my back in May. I mean, I was basically like stuck. I mean, I was like most comfortable lying on the ground for a few weeks. And it was really, it was like kind of a scary and overwhelming amount of debilitation. And um, so I started in physical therapy and it took me a while, but that really slowed me down. So I I had to cancel a few trips and plans because of that. And, um, you know, and then when the Delta variant started picking up. I was 
nervous about going to see my parents because I didn't want to bring something to them, even though I'm vaccinated. But um, because of that, when I did do a few social rides, I think my first, I had done a short little ride on my bike, but my, when I went on the um, Pedal Palooza kickoff ride, which I only went like five or six miles of it, it was such a relief to be able to like ride my bike, you know, and that's not like a significant amount of distance for me usually, but I was really scared when I hurt my back. And so being able to do that was great. And then later in June, the champagne ride was just super fun because <laughs> it's so fun and funny and silly to put on like dressy clothes and ride your bike around. Like it just, like I had this long, like I had all these, I went to Goodwill a few years ago and got all these like bridesmaid dresses. <laughs> so I have like awesome. a stash of them in my closet. <laughs> so I had on like floor length dress. So that was really fun. And then I did some camping trips, but the really, the big trip I took was at the end of the summer. And it was um, basically a sailing class in the San Juans. Um, and so that was, that was great. And I don't, I don't know. I love rivers and the water. I don't know. I'm still trying to think about like how I mean sailing's expensive too and I was you know with with somebody else uh so I don't have like access to my own boat or anything like that but it was really an amazing way to see you know to see Orcas Island to see Stewart Island to see all these amazing island I saw an actual orca like orca whale oh, cool. um you know in the I don't even know what body of water that is Puget Sound. I guess it's all the Puget Sound. It's really it's it's so interesting though because I'm I'm really trying to figure out like what I mean I talked about this when we had David Plotz on and he didn't have any magical answer to this either. But well, like if he I, doesn't have an answer, then the answer doesn't exist. I know because he's a smart guy, right? He's like <laughs> a famous big podcaster. Um, so you know, like how basically can you how can you travel and explore? without in ways that are sustainable right wow. and and it's it's you know the train our bikes whatever so how or, or maybe does it mean traveling less but for longer lengths of time or anyway um and so i don't know that sailing actually meets that criteria like it seems like it does because you're powered by the wind except that like there's a lot of diesel oh yeah hashtag <laughs> diesel month yeah, you, uh, you dashed you dashed that illusion I had pretty hard. I yeah, I honestly thought like, oh yeah, you just get out and you let the wind do all the work and so it's kind of like an RV on the water. I don't think it's that, and I mean you can sail, but we just yeah. we just we just have to get Sprocket on a proper tall ship. We've got to go out <laughs> get on the Lady Washington, and we need to do a cruise. <laughs> sail power. All the way. And a little motoring to get out of port. Yeah, that's the thing is you do need to motor at the very least. I mean, unless you're <laughs> going to get like some big paddles out or something, you got to you got to motor. So, you know, uh, anyway, I mean, and I, I have a car. I drive sometimes. So uh, but I just think about, you know, what are the activities where I want to invest my time? And it was really fun. It was really great. It still actually scares me a little bit. Sailing does. <laughs> oh, yeah. It scared me when I was a kid. <clears throat> I used to sail these little boats on the lake where we lived, and they just flip over because they didn't have keels. And so, as I got older, I just thought that sailboats just always flipped that's over. What, <laughs> that's <laughs> what they do. <laughs> Which, like, is not really how big sailboats with keels. That's they don't really flip like that. But 
But yet the terror never, never fully, <laughs> never fully left. You know, we're looking at winter, coming up to fall, winter. <laughs> it's just really profound observation yeah, for me there. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that, you know, we can't have fun adventures either now or next spring or next summer. And um, so I think next thing we wanted to talk about is what are some of our bike travel dreams? <laughs> All right. So uh, we asked folks on our Instagram page to tell us what bike travel dreams they have. And um, dreams. Catherine, you want to go ahead and dreams. read the responses? Dreams. Yes. Dreams. Went on lots of social bike rides. No. <laughs> 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 I can't tell if he's tried to do that on purpose or not. I don't know if he did that on purpose. <laughs> if he did, it was pitch perfect. <laughs> Placker T says, Oregon Coast! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And cross country. Emily Guys says, or at to least ride. Somebody who does a pretty good imitation. Somebody perceived as and or might not or and or not be. <laughs> Emily Guys, to ride the C&O Canal, which might be or and or not be I looked it up. I the C&O Canal. <laughs> so I, um, I did a little research, and when I say research, I mean I googled C&O yeah. Canal. That's on the East Coast, right? Well, I don't... There is a C&O Canal on the East Coast. What I, what I found online is that there's a 184.5 mile long chesapeake and ohio canal it's located along the north bank of the T potomac river starting in washington dc and ending in cumberland maryland yeah. yeah which reminds me we should challenge tim mooney to some it's not bike bingo what is it uh oh oh i why can't I think of it either? Oh, the uh, bike draft. Bike draft. Yes. Yeah. What we should square that? off again. That'd be yes. fun. It's a great winter activity. Is this another one where everyone loses? Uh, no. There's, <laughs> there's. I, I would say we, we all, all feel bad just about, about everybody. Just about everybody wins in some oh, way. Excellent. Like if you participate, you win. Yeah. Because oh, I like it's, those. It's fun. We all win terribly. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at those. A lot of times you end up, you end up with this. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much for you, Joan. I'm but a lot of times you end up with something that you completely wouldn't expect. I don't to, know. Uh, to, the to novelty. Be a reality. I'm in. Except, there's, there's fresh except blood. Guthrie actually made his a reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> I like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. So yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Somebody make that happen. Whatever that is. And. Uh, so I don't know what 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 bike travel dreams or travel dreams. I would love to mushroom by bike this winter. Oh, Guthrie. That is a good idea. Everybody's There's been, I feel like everybody so I know has been posting pictures of the yeah. mushrooms they've been finding. There's so many amateur mycologists in this area. Hey, amateur. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> like, my grandfather used to hunt morels in northern Michigan. That's my only touchstone relationship to mycology. And I thought, like, that was weird. Turns out, like, no, he's, I mean, he's he's kind of dead and stuff now. God, 
rest his soul. He's got but mushrooms of his own. Yes, exactly. He's growing growing mushrooms of his own. Oh god, that tur- could turn. And uh, <laughs> anyways, like I thought he was weird. Turns out, like you, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Morels, I mean, they're great, but there's so many other mushrooms that like people go out hunting for. We'll take you out sometime. Yeah, I don't. Why do Wait they call it? Why do they call it hunting? Second. I just want to note that you just said that you'd take Aaron out sometime, and a few weeks ago you were like, "No, Joan, I'm not going to tell you even within a 200 <laughs> mile radius of where I go mushroom well, gathering." He, I go, yeah, to, to, be I go clear, to Washington D.C. for mushrooms. Yeah, he said he'd take me out. He didn't say he'd take me to like his spots. You know, <laughs> we'll go. We'll go we'll get lost in the long, woods for yeah. 12 yeah. hours. Oh, well, looks like you didn't find anything, Aaron. those radios. Those radios are so we can find the car. Or the bike, if we go bike mushroom hunting. Oh, we could sprocket mushroom. I mean, like, here's the deal. If you come out with me, you might not find any. <laughs> somebody actually, somebody posted uh, a big basket of mushrooms with their spot tracker in the basket with the mushrooms. Oh, really? <laughs> with their what? Their spot tracker. Because what is I what thought is, like what is that like, like your little like they can, so, yeah, so they can be found if oh oh like oh, yeah. like yeah. an they emergency beacon yeah. uh-huh. oh, yeah, totally oh I've never <laughs> gone that far <laughs> from m- m- mandatory uh, PSA the spot tracker is for after you've exhausted your emergency <laughs> plan <laughs> yeah who does it hail I bet, I bet like there's there's that debate in their head <clears throat> right it's like oh <clears throat> man I broke my leg do I call for help and risk like letting somebody know my my spot. <laughs> Do I just just kind of drag myself out of the woods? <laughs> Look, so so uh, one of the one of the things that was interesting about sailing that I don't think is supposed to be interesting. <laughs> but is, when you're on these big boats, here. when you're on these big boats, you know you're supposed to have it on channel 16, I think, which is like the Coast Guard channel, and so you just have it going on Coast Guard channel, and they send out like if you have a real emergency, there's like things you're supposed to do. Um, and then, but sometimes people use the channel inappropriately, but then sometimes they send out like warnings and alerts. And so we were on this, uh, they sent out uh, like hey, a caution, the Coast, the Coast Guard sends yeah. out a cautionary alert, basically saying, by the way, if you're near such and such bay, there's a sailboat and a motorboat rafted together, and they're just sort of floating and moving along uncontrollably, like they're not anchored. So everybody be on the lookout for these two boats. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. It was like how you get a little bit of the story, but then yeah. you don't know how it ends. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I, you know, I wanted to get on the radio and be like, what happened? Like, yeah. what yeah. did they so do? So where, where, where did they end up going? <laughs> they're just drifting around. I guess so. Oh, I thought it was going to be a pirate treasure story. Mm. I got yeah, all I mean, look, I'm not <laughs> giving you the location of that. <laughs> it, that, like, reminded me of fishing in Alaska, where there are certain places where the Navy conducts tests for submersibles, uh, theoretically. And so you'll, like, get into the zone, and you'll be heading back from catching. And they'll say, like, yeah, you can't, you can't go through there, <clears> or you'll be forcibly removed. And it's always very conveniently the direct line between you and port, uh, depending on the bay you're in. But it's it's good to go around the Navy line, is what I learned. Even if Jimmy said it's okay to go through. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how fast your boat is, I guess, huh? 
The sub is faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not maybe not something you want to test. All right, so um. You want the test? So oh, you are the test. All right, so Guthrie's gonna organize a bike ride to go mushroom gathering. You're, you're and all invited. I didn't mean to shut you out, Joan. I'm sorry. Was no, I being no. cagey? Well, what? No, it's fu- no. You did tell me like generally a proximity. <laughs> like you, I was looking for a part Mount of Tabor. the state. Yeah. Mount Tabor. You gave me that. No, Mount no, Tabor. No, your backyard. Well, well, I'll find a well, good spot and I'll take us all out there. No, How's no. That? Here's the thing that's gonna happen. You're gonna organize a bike ride, but we all have to be blindfolded on our way there. Oh yeah, that that'll work out. It's gonna be great. It's gonna. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? In my experience, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Armando, Aaron, any bike travel dreams? Any bike, bike travel Or dreams? it doesn't have to be travel. Bike, I don't know, just tell us something. Fun. I'd like to get out to the coast, if not by bike, but at least bike up and down the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, On 101? Like, uh, when sorry, you say it like that. I'm I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> N- yeah, on 101? <laughs> hey, off-season, off I've got to say, in November onward, off-season is the time to do that. Yeah. Truly. Uh, I, it's, it's coming up on, like, close to maybe 10 years since I've done Crater Lake by bike. Oh, and, and you were going to go this year, and then it got no, canceled. No. Well, oh, the rim, yeah, definitely. But I would actually like to do a bike camp trip from here to Crater oh, Lake. Oh, like, like bike to... Oh, like nice. I did... Like close to ten years ago, bring your skis. Um, well, I wouldn't do it in the winter. Oh, I would, don't I'm bring your skis. Winter, just just go to work and back by bike as many times as I can because that's how I maintain what little shred of mental health I still have left. Preach. Yeah, that that may be connected to my my lack of commuting i believe is connected to the back injury i had in Uh, may yeah that's my yeah i think that yeah i think that riding my bike every day even just you know six seven miles was just a really good sort of baseline physical activity so and who even knows what's going on with my mental health not me that's for (laughs) sure (laughs) it's okay no i'm fine Okay, Armando. <laughs> it's all, you know, cooler, you know, long side, short side. <laughs> no, I, packing is, look, let, yeah, we, let's talk about things I don't care about. You, you all just pack <laughs> away. Pack all my stuff for me, please. What have you got, Armando? Oh, you know, it's funny. I didn't think I had anything, really. Um, but, but the bike, when you say bike dream, I'm like, no, uh, no, I totally have something. It is the Swift Summit 200. Oh, for some reason, right. You know, I'm like, I'm not a racer and I'm, I'm even a long distance rider. I just, you know, I did this summit the first time uh, sort of as a lark. And I, I thought I could ride a hundred miles and I did. And I'm like, I want to do better next year. And so I want to do it the next, did it the next year, did better. And then we skipped a year and then I did it this year and I did better. Probably my best ever. Um, you mean you did it in a shorter time, shorter time. Shorter time, felt stronger, didn't cramp up, you know, just all the things that a long ride tends to do to you. But uh, I really want that Swift Summit 200 hat, the cap <laughs> that he has. And, I, cool and there's, there's only one way to get it, and it's to finish the 200 and finish it Beat in the time. Who's, wait, you sorry. have to you have to finish finish it in time, you yeah. know. And uh, 
so I, so as a bike dream, that is my dream, I think now. But to do that, I actually have to train, and I'm not somebody as opposed, that yeah, as to, opposed I to just, just ride. You know, you yeah. just ride and ride. But to actually train and mm-hmm. like have train some outside of it. cycling and attention and yeah. So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about doing that this sum this winter. Um, you know the fall and winter to keep oh, riding like training this fall and train winter. to keep riding keep riding long distances you know and then now now so now i have to get you know proper clothing because before i just wear whatever i have but now you know you can't if you're out you can't do 200 miles if you, well if you're out on a training ride and boom it starts pouring down in december and it's 55 degrees or 50 degrees you know you have to be prepared for that it's not sure. just just go you out could and, be like several Oh, well, even maybe a hundred miles out from wherever you. Oh no! To be or in. even like even if even if you're fifty miles out or twenty miles out, you know you have to get home and you're yeah. wet and just cold and you know. And I've been that way, and I'm like, I don't want you know, I don't want to be that way. So, almost everything I'm doing now is pointing toward that bike dream of doing the Swift Summit 200. Wow. Yeah, you got this, Armando. <laughs> <laughs> I I like this. I think that's great. I, I think know. It's, well, it's so interesting because you have been biking regularly for a long time. So for you to have, you know, there are many ways to right, be right. a bike person mm-hmm. and to do things on your bike. And so, but to, you know, have something like a different way of thinking about riding yeah, your bike. Yeah, it's totally different. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's. It's sort of work, though. <laughs> it's work? Yeah. yeah oh, right, yeah. right. So something we could all do together if we want to and if it lines up. Besides mushrooming by bike? <laughs> yes. Blindfolded. Dang it. He saw me coming. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are these eating like food mushrooms? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah people are going out into the woods where mushrooms grow and they're getting mushrooms and they're putting them in the baskets and then they're going home and then they're like, Oh man, what am I going to do with all these mushrooms? So Zips. then they take photos, and, and then they them bring them to work. But they, they cook down though, right? Where, they cook oh, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mushroom They're gravy, delicious. soup, miso, yes. dried mushrooms, yes. breaded mushrooms, yes. mushroom pie, yes. mushroom pie, shrimp, mushroom bread, mushrooms, mushroom pasta, mushroom pie, mushroom, mushroom gumbo, mushroom cookies, mushroom gumbo. shrimp fried mushroom, mushroom cupcakes, deep fried mushroom. mushroom. God damn it. <laughs> We should play a bike tag. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what you're really trying to Calm get. Calm a mushroom. Well, hey, we, we got there eventually. Oh, we're going to play bike yeah. tag? No, no. Well, I mean, I would Is love to. Is that the thing? Yeah. No, it's fun. I it's really fun. You have fun. to explain we it to me. Powdered mushroom. Bike tag isn't just <laughs> chasing each other. It's you, no. like, <laughs> you know, like when you're riding around Portland and somebody says, that's my bike. You're it. <laughs> That's not your bike. That's my bike. I feel like that is a pretty common experience in Portland these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should do a bike tech. That would be fun. All right. Somebody, you know, that scavenger hunt we did a few years ago. <gasps> That's what's coming up. Maria sure oh, is scout. doing Ooh, a There's bicycle kitty is doing... Oh, yeah, yeah. A instead of cash giving, cranks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> cranks giving. She's calling it cash giving. What is she calling? Yeah, it? I thought it was cash giving. It's right before. As in giving cash. Wait, but is there going to be a cranks giving? No. Well, no. the idea is let's not go into all these stores. Just pay a few <laughs> bucks and then all we'll right. do some bike, some fun bike thing. I don't ah, know what it is. Intriguing. It probably has hills, doesn't it? If it's oh, <laughs> oh, right. 
Actually, you know who played bike tag? Uh, the tag <laughs> before us? Was that Maria Sher? Bicycle Kitty. I'll be darned. Yep. <laughs> even Bicycle Kitty's playing bike tag. <laughs> even, even. <laughs> oh, um, it's great. It's so fun. Everybody should play it in a town close to you because that's how it works. So the bike dream that I is a new one for me. So um, <clears throat> when I was on the sailing trip this summer, we were basically like, Canada is within sight. The Canadian border is. In fact, it's so close that my phone, which I didn't realize was set on roaming, actually went to Canada for a little bit. You and I got see a little. Russia from your sailboat? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I actually got a message on my phone that said, Welcome to Canada. And I was just like, Are you kidding me? Like, I don't think I can cross the border right now. And, my, and I'm going to get charged five bucks because oh, yeah. my phone is there. But anyway. You know, so you can actually sail over to Victoria in more normal times, right? When it's easier to cross international borders, you can sail over to Victoria. Wait, you're but not supposed to now? No. No, I think now the border's open for folks who are vaccinated, maybe. Oh, okay. But it keeps I don't changing. Know. Like, but does oh. the is it the Royal Canadian Bodie Police that shows up? Yes, the it's Royal the Can Bodie Police. <laughs> the Royal Canadian Bodie. <laughs> not the They're mounted, very not the mounted police. Well, no, it's still the Mounties, but oh, they just have They're the horses also on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We'd like to apologize to any Canadians who <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah, of course, boats. Absolutely. They thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I wanted to share. So this just popped up in my Twitter feed, and I don't know. Martin Schmoll at Martin, M-A-R-T-Y-N-S-H-M-O-L-L. -L, but he tweeted out something that I'll link in the bike notes. And it was this gorgeous video of somebody um, on a newly paved bikeway through um, Vancouver, on Vancouver Island on their west coast. It's 30 kilometers of riding through mid and old growth rainforest past Misty Long Beach through Pacific Rim National Park on a wide, perfectly paved trail. Um, and the tweet included this just like gorgeous video. And it's not, the paved part is not so important. It's just the fact that there's like a bikeway, um, a bikeway through and it was, it was just beautiful. And it really, it made me want to somehow figure out how to get on a train that will take me closer to <laughs> maybe some combination of Bikes and trains and boats um, get get up to get the um, trifecta. Yeah, up to Vancouver Island. Well, you've made it to the end of yet another Sprocket Podcast episode. Yeah, congratulations. I gotta say, the energy was palpable, palpable <laughs> and palatable. <Yes>. Palatable. <laughs> it was good energy as well. No, it was uh, the cup. I'm the one who palatable. didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you're feeling the best out of all of us. <laughs> Thanks all for uh, doing it in person. Yes. Yeah, super fun. I know. This was great. We're going to try to do this uh, a little more often, I think, right through the fall. Yeah. And uh, bitterly cold winter in various lightly covered places. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. A park. Wait, when when is mushroom hunting over? Um, Never. Okay. Uh, it depends on where you're. What, it depends know. on what you're trying to hunt and where you are and what season it is and how much rain there is. Mushroom season. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you can go to the coast and get mushrooms all year round. Okay. You just gotta know where to go. Well, you're taking us, so. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's gonna tell you that. We're gonna go to. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> and we'll find mushrooms there. It's like I'm scared to ask people. I see them and I'm like, and I want to be like, oh, that's great. And I'm just not even going to ask because I feel right. like they'll Where'd just you get regard them? Oh, never mind. You're not going to tell me anyway. I don't want to ruin my friendship with them <laughs> by asking such an intrusive question right. like, where did you go? Whoa. Whoa. That's a little New personal, Joan. Hey, we just New seasons. <laughs> we just took a little New walk seasons. in the woods. <laughs> well, I have to do say I saw chanterelles for sale for $20 a pound at the grocery store. And I felt mighty fine that I went and found some myself. Maybe you can be a professional mycologist Heck with no. that attitude. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, they would laugh at me. I lived in a place where we had chanterelles growing literally in our backyard. Well, there you go. I can't believe how but much you I won't took tell them us for where granted. it was, will you? Where's your backyard, Aaron? <laughs> here it is. <laughs> right hey, here, wait, Broadway. that's just cement. <laughs> oh, well, thank you all for listening. Yes. Thanks for joining in the shenanigans. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as we have. And if you haven't, don't worry. We'll be back next week <laughs> for more fun. The Sprocket Podcast is produced in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and tell your friends about us. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 2503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hurt Bird for our headline sonnet. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Cameron Lean. Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish. Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen-Miller, Chris Smith. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Keeley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Drew the Welder. Hannah. She'll An- be home soon. Andre Johnson, Richard G. Guthrie Straw is right next to me, so I'll just keep going. And Aaron <laughs> Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regrainery. Campsite, Mac Nurse David. David, Jeremy Kitchen. <laughs> David Belay, Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel. E.J. Finnernan. Who plays Bytech? Brad Hipwell, <laughs> Thomas Gato, Keith Hutchison, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Jason Oftenberg, David Moore, Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Sean Baird, Simon Pace, Gregory Braithwaite, Dude Luna, Hey, that's me, Emma Rooks, <laughs> Philip M, Spartan Dale, Mr. T, who never really left. Bike Initiative Kiwana, Sarah G. Adam D. Go Dig a Hole, Beth Hammond. Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez, Oso. Isaac M., Byron Patterson, Kirsten Graham. Aaron G., Rachel Moline, Jimmy Diesel, <laughs> Christopher Barnett. And all of our new, oh, and our newest sponsor, Jonathan Lee. And thanks to all of our former supporters who helped us along the way. Now, uh, brush your teeth. And... Go to bed. bed. Go to bed. Sleep now.